the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Simone Taylor launched Louvelle, a range of stylish shower caps and hair turbans back in 2014 after her husband would make fun of her when she wore her stock standard shower cap, a once ugly necessity. Within two years of launch, the business saw a revenue of $250,000. Fast forward to 2017, Louvelle was featured on Oprah's list of favourite things, which saw a 500% growth in her business over just one month. After featuring on Oprah's list of favourite things, Simone had to scale up her business very quickly and is now stocked in major retailers such as Nordstrom, Maya and David Jones. Most recently, Simone expanded her business into the bath and body care space with the recent launch of her Bathing Beauties collection. Inspired by Golden Age icons Grace Kelly, Bridget Bardot and Sophia Loren, the three ranges include a luxurious shower gel, body souffle cream, hair and body oil and bath soap. In this episode, we speak with Michelle about the growth and business journey of Lavelle. Simone, thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you? Hi, Alison. I'm well. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. So where are you tuning in from? Um, I'm actually in Brisbane. Uh, I've lived here my whole life and um, it's currently very hot. Yeah. It's humid there as well, isn't it? Yes, it is. (laughs) Very humid. Oh, my gosh. The, The humidity in Sydney is so full on that I literally have, like, frizzy hair and you just get to yeah. give up. <laughs> That's right. So you know why you need my products. <laughs> exactly. So tell us about your products. So um, I started Louvelle um, five years ago. Um, basically, like most women, I don't really have time to wash and blow dry my hair every day. So I had to wear a shower cap and um, I was in the shower wearing the puffy bonnet ugly probably <laughs> moldy style that I had um and my husband was just teasing me saying you look like a nana and um I was like why has not no one created a more fashionable alternative to this why yeah. do women have to be subjected to wearing these ugly shower caps um and then I just had this brainwave that a turban style would be a more chic way to protect your hair in the shower. Um, And I thought, wow, I think this is like a massive gap in the market and um, this could be a real, you know, successful product. Um, So, yeah, I kind of came up with the idea and then spent about a year developing the designs. Um, Do you have a design background? No, I actually don't. Yeah. I have a, a marketing and law background. Yeah. More of a came from the advertising corporate world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I worked with um, a designer um, at QUT and then she helped develop the prototypes. Um, and then, yeah, that's where it started. We came up with the world first uh, chic turban style shower cap. And then um, it's just grown. It grew so quickly from there. Mm. Um, so obviously women really, really like felt them. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you have to do many prototypes before you came up with the right pattern? Yes, we did. It, yeah. it was about a year of working on different styles. Mm. Uh, and then later on we actually um, we, we changed, yeah, changed different designs and different fabrics and um, to kind of come up with something that looked good but also was Worked. really good quality. Yeah. yeah. All right then. So, Lavelle, how did you come up with that business name? Um, I... When you when you come in with a business name, you've got to, I guess because I had the legal background, you've got to really think about trademarks and make sure that no one else has got your name. And when you start putting names into um, yeah. IPA Australia's website or even looking for a domain name, there's so many names are taken. I know. So, well, I'm finding that as a business coach, it used to be actually far easier than what it is right now. Like it, Right. Yeah, like in, at, in the current climate at the moment, it feels like everything is taken. Yeah, <laughs> so many people want, want oh, to start a business, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I just came up with a name that didn't exist. Um, it's kind of a French-sounding name um, and it has a very feminine kind of ring to it. Um, and I think... Really, there's no, there's no other thing, nothing more than that. Yeah. It's just, I sounds like a pretty name and I knew I didn't want it to be called like my name, like Simone Taylor Shower Caps or something. Mm. Um, and I didn't want it to be called Shower Cap yeah. because that is, then you can't expand your brand beyond That's one right. product. Yeah. Yeah. The power of creating a really strong brand name is huge. So, yeah, I like that approach. All right then. So when you first started this business, obviously you got the prototype, you got the design right. Then what happened next? So then I looked for manufacturers and I knew I'd have to go offshore because the cost of manufacturing in Australia would be way too high and no one's going to spend $100 for a shower cap. Um, So I looked for manufacturers offshore. I just looked online. Uh, I didn't go there. I went Later on in the journey I went to China but initially I just um, did it from home because I actually had a two-year-old and I was pregnant at the time so I didn't really want to be traveling to China Um, so yeah we went through and found a manufacturer and then um, had I think my first run was 500 units um, which at the time was you know a big number but you can't really do less less than that when you're dealing with um, offshore. And then um, I just did my own PR and did a press release, sent it to the media, and we got some quite a few press mentions pretty quickly. Um, And then we went to the Life and Style trade show in um, Sydney and um, exhibited there, and I think we picked up really quickly, like maybe 70 stores. Wow, from that one expo? Yeah, and I think mm. it's just because it was such a unique product. Yeah. Um, it just has no competitors and uh, I also had beautiful packaging. So it was kind of I always had a vision that I wanted it to be on shelves in stores. So right from the beginning, even though we launched online, I always had that um, wholesale business model. Yeah. In my mind 
Amazing. So in the first two years, you saw the business um, reach a revenue of $250,000. Is that from, do you think the catalyst was from that expo and getting the distribution? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, the the wholesale was like 70% of the business and I think 30% is, is direct to direct, consumer online. Yeah. Um, and quite, I was, I was quite ambitious. I also went to American trade shows within like a year two as well. Um, I saw a competitor starting and I thought, oh, that's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to go and, and, and try to, um, get a piece of the pie in America as well. And so, yeah, it was really just those trade shows kind of boost you, I guess. And Mm. also every time you get like a press mention or something like that, you know, we would get a boost to ourselves online as well. Right. So are you selling overseas now, are you? Yes. So we're in North America, so United States and Canada. Mm. Um, And so we're in um, lots of mostly independent boutiques, spas, gift shops, um, resorts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been, we've been there for about three years, I think. So you were also featured by Oprah. Is that a result of being over in that expo? Yes. Yeah. So I actually, I've from swag bags that I've interviewed on the podcast, exactly the same thing happened to her. So uh, what, what's your, your experience from this? So I actually wasn't there because I have my children and I find it quite hard to travel. Um, So I just have sales representatives in the States. So they were exhibiting at a trade show and Oprah's team came over and loved the product. They took it back for Oprah to try. Um, She actually tries everything herself. Um, and then we made the short list for her, her favorite things. And that's her annual list in November. She picks like a hundred products that she thinks would be amazing gift for the holidays for Christmas. And, um, if you make that list, you sell on your own website, but you also sell on her Amazon store. Yeah. So we found out in September that we made the list, which is not much of a lead time to (laughs) be ready for November. Um, We had to produce like 5,000 units um, within two months and get them to America so we had to airship them. So it was definitely a little bit stressful. Yeah. Did you get an American website made up at the same time or did you just... Yeah, I already had one and I already had a warehouse there. So mm. I was kind of ready for it in some ways, but I wasn't ready for the the lead time of how quickly we had to produce it. Yeah. Do you know um, that story that you've just told me is exactly the same um, experience that Peter Pinney had, who's the founder of the Swag Bag, which is basically these, um, you know, you store your fruit and veg and you wet this bag and you roll it up and you put it in the fridge oh, so your fruit okay. and veg lasts longer. Exactly the same. And she said literally they just got a call um, saying, oh, it's going to be featured in um Oprah's favorite things and they just went oh my god and had to quickly create the website and just like turn everything around so quickly but yeah Yeah. she also said she wasn't really expecting how quickly everything had to turn around but she just said that feature made such a big difference to their business 
Oh God, yeah. It's yeah. it's like the Game holy changer. grail of yeah. marketing. It's you don't even have to pay for it. Like normally you would have to pay for a celebrity to endorse your product. Mm. Um and yeah, it just gives you so much legitimacy that um, you know, retailers are more interested in you and um, it, it, once it meets Oprah's list, then all the other press That's will right. re, re-feature her list. What made the list this year? And before you know it, you've got an insane amount of press coverage. Wow. Um, so it's it's really just, it's life-changing. Oh, did you celebrate? Um, well, yeah, I think I did scream actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's brilliant. So, but um, it definitely was like, you know, an intense few months. It was like yeah. you had to recover afterwards. I bet. I bet. But you did recover because then you've released the Bath and Body Care range. So tell us about that. Yeah, so we we had the shower wear. So we had a shower cap and then we introduced eye masks and hair towel wraps as well, which I know you've got one of those. Yeah. So we're kind of in that space of women looking after themselves and <clears throat> in the in the bathroom. And then um, I've always been obsessed with bath and body products. To me, that's like my pampering time. That's my indulgence time when I can, you know, shut the door, <laughs> everyone leave me alone. And I thought I'd love to do something with my um, viewpoint in that space because I felt like there's a lot of brands doing this, but there a lot of them nowadays are like essential oils and like a black and white packaging. And I just thought there was something that Lou Bell could do in the space that was different. Mm. Um, and so I, because Lou Bell's got a bit of a vintage aesthetic with the turban and our, if you see our packaging, it's, it's got a bit of a vintage vibe to it. Um, so I kind of looked back at like what um, an old, old Hollywood glamour, what what those kind of um, golden age of Hollywood women would have would have done. And I was inspired by Brigitte Bardot, uh, Sophia Loren and Grace Kelly. And then I created like a different scent for each of those women. Um, and we saw some beautiful packaging with gold accents to it so it feels quite luxurious and it's very giftable. Um, and then we worked on the formulations with an Australian manufacturer um, and we made sure that they were natural and, like, no nasties, no toxic ingredients but had that fine fragrance um, so that you felt like it was quite an indulgent product. Um, so we launched those late last year. Um, so, yeah, I feel like now we're just kind of Louvelle's really in women's bathrooms with everything you need yeah. for your shower experience. Wow. What would you say some learnings you've experienced along the way have been? I'm sure there's many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have long enough to talk about <laughs> Um, I think that um, probably my biggest learning has been we're represent well not we're um, confronted with so many choices for our business of what to do and it can be really hard to decide which direction to go 
which opportunities to take, which ones to say no to, you know, and you'll talk to your friends and they'll say, oh, why don't you get an investor or, you know, why don't you do this? And it's just so overwhelming sometimes. And I think my biggest thing was I read The Life Plan by Shanna Kennedy. Um, I read it on a plane coming home from America after a trade show. And in it, it was it was basically explaining how women can get really burnt out and um, the way to kind of get through this crazy time of building a business and having small children is to actually identify what you want out of your business. Um, like why did you start it and really come back to that? And maybe it was it's different for everybody. It might be you wanted a creative outlet. Mm. It might be you didn't want to have a boss anymore. Um, you didn't want to work full-time hours in an office. Or it could be I want to grow a multi-million dollar business and sell it in five years and, you know, pay off my house. Yeah. Like there's so many different motivations, but you have to really go back to what it is that you want because that then if you stay true to that you can kind of it just helps you narrow your path of what you're going to do that's right and not get confused Mm. um so when I discovered that it just helped me so much to to just work out the direction I was taking before that I was really oh I was always conflicted about especially with when you're dealing with United States, it's a, it's a 200 million people market. And, you know, if you're really going to penetrate there, you need to get an investor. Um, but I just thought that's not, at that point anyway, that wasn't going to be the way that I wanted to live my life. I didn't want a boss, you know. I didn't want to have someone to answer to. And um, I did, I started my business so I could, to work school school hours and and see my children as much as I wanted and yeah so I think just being really clear on what you want is just my biggest advice yeah so true it really does help navigate the way and make decisions without a doubt and mm-hmm. I always say to people you know and then you break it down again and go well where do you want to be with business in 12 months time because mm-hmm. then knowing that as well helps you work out what you know exactly what you need to be doing now to make that happen yes so, that's so true. yeah it's always but sometimes yeah that is difficult sometimes working out where you actually want to be but yes that's why we need to stop sometimes just stop and refocus and reset rather than just continuing on that busy path which is very easy yes. to get sucked down yes definitely <laughs> so where can everyone find Nouvelle? Um, we are online, louvelware.com.au, and we're also, we recently just picked up David Jones as a stockist. Um, we're in, I think, I think we're in like five of their top stores and online with them. Um, and then if you just email us, we can let you know where your nearest stockist is as well. We've got lots of hundreds of beautiful, um, independent boutiques around Australia, um, so you can shop in with in store with them as well. Fabulous. Gosh, you've had huge success in five years, haven't you? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, look, yeah, I think it's it's been great. It's um, it's definitely it felt um at times like a roller coaster, and mm. but it it has been. I've I feel like it's paid off now. Yeah, five years later, <laughs> I reckon when you hit that five years, things just even out, and it's kind of like I mean, it's still really really full on, but you just don't experience the high peaks and low troughs like you do in the time leading up. Thank exactly, <laughs> and you probably can handle them better when they happen. Yeah, and you that's right. Yeah, you cope yes. a bit better. <laughs> Simone, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us here today. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. It was lovely to chat. <laughs>